Speak up with Vernisa and Jen. It's time to speak up. Hello, everyone. My name is Vernisa. Hey, y'all. This is Jen. And this is our podcast. Speak up. What's up, Jen? Hey, girl. How are you? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm good. Glad that we made it to episode eight on our newest segment, Speak Up JV Now. That's right, y'all. We just keep growing and growing. Yes, most definitely. For those of you that don't know, me and Jen are best friends. We create this podcast to use our voices to motivate life challenges through self-love and respect. That's right, y'all. No matter how many episodes we do, our self-love and respect are two core values that we hold near and dear to our hearts. Yes, most definitely. But before we get started, a quick shout out to our amazing sponsors. Shout out to My Bar located at 720 East Manchester in Inglewood, California. Get your nails, your lashes, your hair done. Ask for mine. Tell them that Speak Up JV sent you. The Instagram is at myy.bar. And shout out to Be Actual Natural. Why settle for less? All their products are created with you in mind for a goal to let your self-love show through your self-care. Their chemical-free hair and skincare products are handmade, plant-based, and free of fillers or preservatives. Treat yourself while you're taking care of yourself. Start your journey at www.beactualnatural.com or check them out on Instagram at beactualnatural. Yes, and also check out her book. It's, it's really good, by the way. So, yeah, I'm excited for tonight's episode. You know, we had to get some East Coast love up on here, <laughs> like, real quick. Y'all give it up for Mozo, which he's also a mental health advocate. Hey. hey what's up y'all what's up west coast what's going on yes welcome thank you for tapping in you know the vibes yes. <laughs> i know right we were very excited to have you on here you know we've been um we, like, we've been having each other on social media for a while and you know i feel like it was just dope to have a, a quick little collaboration definitely i'm definitely excited to, to join you i'm ready to speak up like y'all say you know what i'm saying sure so show some love and let's get to it Yes, thank you for joining us because I know it's later out there than it is oh, up yeah. here. <laughs> it's almost it's almost a new day out here. I know. Yeah, <laughs> bad respect right there. <laughs> oh, he's like, it's not too late to speak up. Nah, it's never too late to speak up. <laughs> That's right. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, like y'all said, I'm from the East Coast. I'm from New York City. Uh, my name is Jose. I go by Mozo. I'm a mental health advocate. I'm a community builder. And I'm just trying to make the world a better place by spreading love and raising mental health awareness. Um, the conversation starts with us. Um, and, I, you know, I'm ready to speak up. Nice. Yeah. Absolutely love that. So in, um, you know, trying to figure out what we're going to talk about with this episode, we also know that you're doing a world needs love movement. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, I, I'm the creator and founder of the World Needs Love Tour. Um, I'm going to city to city spreading love and raising mental health awareness with my signs. Um, so far, I've hit four cities and it's been a success so far, you know. Um, it just shows me every single time I do it, I go out there how much the world needs love. Um, I, I meet with complete strangers. They give me hugs. We have conversations. They tell me about themselves. I tell them my story. They tell me their stories. And it's really been, a, it's been something that has really changed my life in a positive way. Mm. I love that. Hugs, hugs are huge. It's funny because like no, no one thinks to give random hugs, but I love, I love the act of kindness and the act of love that you're putting out there into the world. Of course, you know, like sometimes people don't realize the importance of giving someone a hug. 
you know, like I, I read an article where it's like we should be getting a certain amount of hugs a day. Or like we need that. Um, our body needs that. Our mental needs that. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about love. Dang, there you go, y'all. It's about science. There, it proves it. So we all need to give and receive more hugs. Um, so what got you focused onto mental health? I know you said you have a story that you've shared. I don't know if you want to share that story as well, um, but we did want to know, like, why mental health specifically? Well, you know, for me, um, I was I was born and raised in New York City uh, to Dominican. To, my parents were from Dominican Republic. They were immigrants. They came here. Um, and you know, mental health was nothing. I, I didn't know nothing about mental health. You know what I'm saying? I didn't learn about mental health till I till I became an adult. And even then, like I didn't know what it was. Um, and I just realized that there's a there's a gap. You know, like we don't have the conversations that we should be having, especially in our black and brown communities when it comes to mental health. Um, and me as a man, especially men's mental health, sometimes gets swept under the rug as well. Um, I believe that I can make a difference and I can make a change. And I feel like if I can do it and someone else sees me do it, hopefully they can spark that conversation. Maybe not go out there and on the street to do it strangers, but like even having the conversation with your brother, your sister, you know, your, your your family, your close friends. We can have these conversations in our living rooms on the couch, you know, after the basketball game or after y'all watch your favorite show or something, you know. Um, it's more just like breaking that stigma and just having that conversation about mental health. I think like stop shying away from it and more like be more open about it. The same we talk about we talk about drama. We talk about negative things. Like it's like it's nothing. Let's talk about mental health. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about how we're really feeling, what we're going through, and um, that's really what what led me to this journey. Oh, I love that. Um, and kind of a bonus question on that too. Um, did you ever find having those conversations in your household to be difficult, especially as a man of color, like with your um, family? I never had those come. I never. I'm gonna be honest. I never had a conversation about mental health until I was a grown ass man, and I sat down with my parents and actually spoke to them about how I felt and the things that bothered me as a kid and things like that. Like I actually sat down with them. I woke up one Sunday morning. I was like, I'm gonna go over to the crib, and I spoke to them about that. Um, it wasn't until then that was the first time I ever spoke to them about like my feelings, like for real, like how I felt about something. Um, you know, like we don't really ask ourselves sometimes, like how are we feeling. Like we do it sometimes. And it's like. It's like passing, you know, like, how you feeling? I'm all right, you know, like, whatever, keep it moving. But, like, we should talk about when, if you say something to me that bothers me, I should be okay with telling you how I feel about it, and you should be okay with receiving that communication about how I feel about it. That only strengthens our relationship and makes us, you know, makes us stronger, makes us better. So I think, you know, like, I had that conversation with my parents, and ever since then, our relationship has been so so much better. It improved. Um, my dad has been so much, my dad telling me he loves me, I never heard that as a kid, you know what I'm saying? Like, I made it a point now. Every time we talk on the phone, I'd be like, I love you. And he says it in his, his little accent, I love you, but he says it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that just makes, puts a smile on my face and it makes me happy because, like, I didn't hear it as a kid. So hearing it now as a man and him saying it, I'm sure it makes his heart happy as well. So, um, yeah, it's just that, that communication, man. Yeah, I love, I love how you're on a journey to normalize it. Like you said, those, there's those little things like someone not saying I love you or like not um, speaking up if something bothers you. So I love that you're doing that. And one thing, one cool thing about me and Jen with, with this, with our platform, I lo we love being able to interview all types of people and just hearing how self-love is, is, is expressed in their household or how do they practice it themselves. So thank you for opening up and sharing that with us because, you know, you're definitely giving us another perspective of it as well. So... What makes your platform different from other mental health platforms? Like you know, your movement? Um, 
I think what makes a difference is that it's me. You know, I think that we all have our own stories. Like we can, uh, all three of us could have been raised in the same household and we still have three different stories because we're all three different people. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I tell people all the time. People ask me about my platform. I'm like, listen, if this is what you really want to do, you just have to be open up and tell your story. You know what I'm saying? And be genuine and be authentic about what it is that you're talking about. And if you do that, my whole thing is not really about my story because I've told my story. I, I want to make other people comfortable and tell their own story to somebody else. Not to me. If you want to, I'm open to listening to it. But it's more of just like we have to normalize speaking about our story and our journeys and being comfortable with that. And um, for me, that's really what, what keeps me going and keeps my platform going. You know, when people send me a DM and say, yo, yo Mozo, that, you know, that, that, that thing you posted got me through the morning or got me through the day. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm so happy it got you through the day. Just remember that next time when you're going through a tough time, you could do it. You got through the day. You know what I'm saying? Like now, whatever I, whatever is that I said that got you through the day, say that to yourself. You know what I'm saying? And then maybe someone else that is like, oh, someone tells you, yo, I had a rough morning. Now you can tell that person what you, what I said and you told yourself. Tell them that same thing. Like continue that message. So it just, it's a cycle. It just keeps going and going. These are the cycles we're trying to make now. We're trying to break those those generational those those trauma those cycles of trauma and now create these new you know love cycles that, that we need to create mm -hmm. so that's what that's what keeps me and my platform going i love that a lot it, it's like well you are providing a safe space for people to share their stories as well as feel comfortable enough to even have these conversations in the first place because i know we always hear like oh everybody has a story but if you never actually talk about it how do you even know what your story is in the first place so it sounds like with your platform you're giving people that voice to be able to even share a story or even come up with the story and realize like dang i did survive that or you know i am surviving that and then these words that i hear from somebody or that i see or a hug that i receive from somebody is actually helping me um not just be part of my story but also um strive in my story so i think you're providing a really important tool for a lot of people who may not even know that they have a voice in this mental health movement right and i always tell people that when they share their story with me or they share something with me that's like intimate or vulnerable i tell them listen you, you have courage and you're brave because to share your story with somebody to share your story with someone it's not easy to do especially if it's your first time doing it. even with somebody you don't know it's not easy to do that so that right there you're we're stronger than what we think we are sometimes you know what i'm saying like we have all this strength and i think that for me i just want to inspire people and continue to motivate people through love. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be this person screaming on the microphone, like, yeah, you could do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get that. that. That's a different type of motivation. For me, everything is just through love. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to show you, like, yeah, you shared that story with me. You stronger than you think right there. You know what I'm saying? You Not only did you get through that, but now you're also sharing that with me, which you don't even know is inspiring me to, to make me be like, yo, if she got through that, maybe I'm having a rough day today. I could get through today too. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's just, it's, a it's really a beautiful thing. And it, it's crazy how much, how inspiring a stranger could be, you know, like someone you don't even know on the street. And I must say, I love how you utilize social media. You know, we see a lot of negative on there all day, you know, drama, this and that, but your page is always a light. Like, and I love that you like, I could feel the love all the way from Brooklyn, okay? Like, <laughs> like so I must, I'm gonna have to give you your flowers on that. So best friend, what is our title for tonight? So our episode is called The Real Love. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> 
kind of a play on that Mary J. Blige song. So we did a little bit of two in one right there. Real love. There yeah. we go. <laughs> I, I, I love when I saw the title, I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you know we yeah we we uh we had to do an episode on spreading love. I'm like you know we talk about self love inner peace, but let's talk about spreading some love too, out you know outwardly. So tonight's ask up question of the day is how do you spread love into this world? So I'm gonna go first. I, I would say I spread love by being kind to people and making people smile. Like that's huge for me. Like even like um even at work like there's um it's like um if some if someone looks like they're having a bad day or something like that I'm always that person that tries to make someone laugh. Like it's always my goal. If I can make somebody laugh, that makes me happy. And I feel like that's a form of love because you don't know what battles people are fighting silently. And that one smile, that one compliment, that one laugh might you know make their day a whole much a whole lot more better. What about you guys? Well, that's definitely very true. I I love that, and I'm have to kind of piggyback off of that. Um. I think the way that I do it is I like to let people know that they can be comfortable around me, right? Like I like to think that I can have many different conversations about different things. And maybe if somebody's sharing something that I don't necessarily understand or I haven't gone through, I at least let them know that they have somebody who can listen to them. And then I always like to end those type of conversations at least by letting them know, hey, if there's a way that I can help you or something I can say to make it better, then let me know, you know, or if you just want me to still listen here then let me know that too and i find that in doing that people do come back like a second time a third time you know and um it's just great because it builds that vulnerability that bond too with two people and then it also lets me be comfortable in sharing certain things and then letting them know like hey you know i may not know everything but this is what i've gone through or what i'm currently going through if we want to cry together let's cry together we want to laugh together let's laugh together so it's just really cool um, to be able to do that. And then I find that in doing that as well, like people spread their love in return. So it's kind of like a, you know, two-sided street um, when those type of conversations happen. I love that. Y'all really doing it out here. Y'all really doing it. <laughs> Shout out to y'all. Um, for me, honestly, um, you know, I spread love everywhere I go, but I really try to focus sometimes on my, my brothers, like the fellas, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like, we feel like we always put on these masks and, and be like these tough guys, right? Like be like, you know what I'm saying? Like me mugging or feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like we feel like we, we can't be vulnerable, right? So I sometimes, you know, I, I catch I catch I catch like I catch them off guard. Like I'm like, yo, listen, if you're going through something, bro, I'm here for you. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot we don't realize it, but a lot of other men, they feel exactly how I feel about our feelings and things like that. They just don't feel comfortable or found a safe space to actually express how they feel, you know, their or their emotions. So I always make it a point to wherever I'm at, whether it be at a workplace or whether it be anywhere I go, my presence. I always if I'm building a relationship with somebody, you know, whether it be a work relationship or just a friendship or whatever it may be, I always let them know, listen, listen, bro, like I'm here for you. You ever need to talk because you you go through stuff too. You know what I mean? So like, I'm here for you. You ever need to talk, or yeah, I could just be listening to you. You know what I'm saying? But um, that's that's really how I go about it when it comes to spreading love. Nice. Oh. Uh, yeah, you're doing the work too. <laughs> <laughs> the work and, must be done. And I love that you say that because um, I love I love sorry I love that you say that because um, you don't know who is going through something similar as you were saying. So I feel like with you coming out there speaking on it, that. That is that inspiration that a person didn't know they would get, you know, from it. Me and Jen actually did a similar episode last week about that, about, you know, the reports of being open about how you feel and stuff like that. And you don't know who's going through that exact same battle. So 
Thank you for that, for that amazing answer. Shout out to Charles in the comments, also Queen Vernisa. Okay, hey, how you doing out there? Thank you for tuning in. And he said, add it up. I love it. And I want to say, if you're out there listening right now, please, please feel free to comment. Ask Bozo some questions. He, you know, he live in Brooklyn. He got a lot of insight on mental health. So y'all can tap in and um, engage with us. So we have a question for you. Uh, what does love mean to you? Man, I love that question. <laughs> uh, love is just... It's something that's genuine, authentic, uh, non-judgmental. Um, that's what I think of when I when I hear the word love. You know what I'm saying? Love could come in very many different shapes and forms. And I think when you, everyone has a different way of loving and a different way of receiving love as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it, it's very important that we try to understand the people in our lives to understand what kind of love they want to receive. And it's also our responsibility to show them how we want to be loved as well. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times people are like, yo, you know, I'm going to, I'm in a relationship with somebody or whatever the case may be. And they're like, did you express to them? Like how you, how do you want to be loved? Have you shown, you know, have you said that to that person? You know what I'm saying? Have you shown them how you want to be loved? Are you loving yourself the way you want to be loved? You know what I'm saying? These are all things that we have to ask ourselves sometimes when it comes to love. Um, cause love is a word that's thrown around all over the place. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's a love, it's a, sorry, it's a word with a lot of layers, um, attached to it. And I think that, um, at the end of the day, the most important relationship is the one with yourself. And, and the most important love is self love. Mm -hmm. After that, if you love yourself, love will come to you. And if love hasn't found you yet, if, if you haven't found love from the, from another person yet, it's because that love is not meant for you. You know what I'm saying? That's not that person isn't ready to give you the love that you deserve or the love that you need. So, you know, like just focus on loving yourself. And that's when I th when I think of love, I think of self love because that's the root. That should be the root of everything. It should be self love. To me, that's the root. I can tell when someone loves themselves and someone doesn't love themselves by how they express themselves, by how they treat other people. That's already a like people say a red flag when it comes to like the word love. So um love authentic genuine non-judgmental a lot of layers but it starts with you you are the root of love Ooh. oh my gosh that, i feel like that was the definition of love if i have ever heard of one and i feel like you should be our third co-host on the show as a regular <laughs> <laughs> um but i like that you brought up too that there's many different ways to love somebody and different ways to even love yourself right because like it's one thing for us to know how we show love right whether like if any of y'all know about the five love languages right i mean i'm sure y'all do but anybody watching out there um so that can be extended even into like friendships into family relationships but even into yourself right like how often are you showing love to yourself expressing in that certain type of language like are you writing to yourself um you know are you taking yourself out on dates are you doing active service for yourself like there's different things like that that you can definitely pour more into yourself whether you're in a relationship or not because you still need to find that time um for yourself like you're saying that relationship with yourself is the most important one so when you fully know how to love yourself correctly there's no way you're gonna allow somebody who doesn't know how to do that be in your life and that way you're not wasting anybody's time right your own and that other person um and you're able to fully function in love too like even if you've never 
had necessarily healthy love growing up or anything like that when you get older that's no longer an excuse to continue that cycle right because if you're not working on that relationship with yourself then you're just going to continue it so when you are trying to love yourself properly then like it's almost like all the other relationships in your life start to fall into place as well and they start to become a little bit easier in the sense of your understanding maybe your partner your family your friends you know and then you understand yourself ultimately more in the end too so i think that's a really good point that you brought up if anybody missed that you know i hope that you rewind that um definition that you just gave because that was like the most beautiful thing ever no thank you, you. Oh, sorry, I cut you off. No, no, no. I was going to say, Jen, what you said as well was very on point, too. Um, but, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> no, um, I was going to say, yeah, going off with both of you guys, say, yeah, honestly, that, that genuine love for yourself it is definitely going, going to shine. And I think, too, the more you fill up your tank with the love for yourself, you'll have more to pour into others. You know, none of us ever want to go on E with love. I feel like once we stop loving ourselves, we're going to start, it's going to show on other people, to other people. And then we're not even going to recognize love when it's coming at us. I had to learn that too. Like when you're not loving yourself properly, how can you recognize when someone is being genuine or being nice to you or stuff? You're going to think they're under attack. You know, they're coming at you in a certain way because you, you don't recognize it. You know, so you have to uh, constantly familiarize yourself with the genuine feeling of love so you can accept love, too, when it's also being poured into you as well. And, you know, um, like Jim was saying, too, about the five love languages, you know, acknowledging, OK, this person likes quality time, this person likes this, knowing like, OK, when, when they're doing those tiny things, those acts of love, you're not getting mad because it's not the, the love that you typically give yourself, you know, the certain category of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I just wanted to... to, to, to to share something um, that Jen had mentioned about um, like how when you when you love yourself all your other relationships flourish, you know, like and not just for other people like work relationships, you know, like family relationships. If you have kids, kids, like everything, because if you're loving yourself, you're just able to, like you said, um, pour that same love out to other people. And you're also kind of have like this thing. You build those boundaries where you're not accepting the love that you know that, that you know you know what you deserve so you're not accepting just anything that's that's not that's not what you that you know it's not for you so it just makes you it just opens up your mind and it, you know it, again your mental health you know what i'm saying like it, it just it just all connects yeah yes well said shout out to uh jody foundations and nice topic well thank you for joining us speak of jv feel free to ask any questions or join the conversation so um, we want to, okay, so our new topic we're going to bring in too is um, not everyone knows what healthy love looks like. Be patient with others. So, you know, like you were saying, three people could be siblings raised in the same household, but definitely come out very differently. So look at all three of us on this call right now. We are all from different households. We, got, we have a certain way. And I've been learning too, not everyone was raised the same way or has those same ideals or same view of what love is. You know what I mean? So it's also too, when you are, giving those acts of services, those acts of love, not to take things personal when a person isn't isn't accepting of it because they don't probably see it as love. Yeah, um, definitely. And like, you have to be understanding also, like you said, because like that's something that I have to give my forgive my parents for because they love me the way they were showing how to love. You know what I'm saying? They love me the way they were showing how to love. So if 
if my dad's father didn't never told him he loved him, then in my dad's mind, he didn't that he didn't think that was a thing for him to do. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't have to tell my son he loves him because he should already know that. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe that you know, like you know what I'm saying? So like you have to be understanding and be forgiving, especially when it comes to like our family members sometimes, you know, depending on what it is, of course. But you know, that's something that I that like I said helped um the relationship between me and my parents was like me forgiving them for that you know what i'm saying and, and understanding that they were taught how to love by somebody else and their definition of love may be different than mine because i i started this journey and so like i know i kind of know what kind of love i want and what kind of love i want to give to others but their definition of love might have been what they received from their parents and their family which is totally different than you know than what i than what i expect so um it's very important to just be understanding you know what i'm saying like like I said, that's one of the definitions of love is just being understanding. Mm-hmm. And with love being like patient too, you know, taking that time out to try to fix the relationship when you can. Like you say, you know what you know. You actually took mental health, you know, to another level compared to probably wherever, you know, our, our families were, you know, if we're breaking the cycle, especially. So, you know, I, I love that when, when we can't put all that aside and learn to forgive and, and, and try to fix the relationships around us for the better. Oh, best if you have a comment. Yeah, I was going to say, shout out to Leah Knows Beauty. Um, so true. If you can live yourself, sorry, if you can love yourself, you're able to identify when being shown to you and able to give it to others. Absolutely. And this is why we always emphasize, right, that your relationship with yourself is the one that's going to determine what the rest of your relationships in your life are going to look like. So absolutely 100%. And I wanted to add to, you know, because I know we're on the topic of like maybe not knowing what healthy love looks like, even certain things that, it's not necessarily unhealthy to have, but it's, you know, um, important to bring into a relationship if you want to make it work. Like, for example, with my family, we're not very affectionate. <laughs> you know, and my best friend knows this. I'm not a very affectionate person. Um, it's not because we don't love each other. It's just we've always shown love in a different way. Like, you know, maybe I spend time with my mom talking or in the kitchen with her or anything like that. But we never really hug. But with my partner, I've had to learn to be more affectionate because he is an affectionate person. So it's not that it was even unhealthy in my household growing up. It's just more of like, oh, you know, it just was never something discussed. Like how you were saying with maybe your father's father not saying I love you to him. You know, you don't think of it having to be brought down. So with mine, it's something that I'm learning of like, oh, this is something that makes him feel loved. So it's something that I'm going to actively know that I have to do. And um it actually makes me feel better because it helps me grow not only as a partner but as a person too where it's like oh hugging isn't so scary you know like i can hug more freely i can love more freely um so when you think about different things like that too like maybe there's things that you wanted to try when you were younger like maybe your family doesn't greet each other you know or doesn't eat fam uh sorry dinner together all the time or different things like that but it's something that you want to incorporate into your life then that's something that we can definitely start bringing in the older we get and the more that we start to understand um the different ways that people like to be loved mm. I, I love that shout out to you for like um growing you know what i'm saying like being understanding and growing with your partner i think that's 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 a beautiful thing um like you said everyone had everyone is raised differently right and it doesn't mean that we were lacking love but that was just the love that we knew or we received and we were okay with it but then we meet people that have different ways that they were loved and that they accept that, you know, they, they kind of like, like I'm the kind of person too. I like, I love hugs. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if y'all can tell, but I love hugs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so like I can understand, but 
I always ask somebody like before I give them a hug, like, is it okay if I hug you? Because I know that not everybody is okay with the hug. I mean, I feel comfortable with it. You know what I'm saying? So like, I think that it's, I think it's super dope, Jen, that you have grown, um, you know, when it comes to that in your relationship with your partner, it's a beautiful thing. Thank you. Yeah. And I think, I think it's that knowing that um, love doesn't have to be so extreme and it is those little subtle gestures like the hug or the, I love you or just, you know, um, uh, sorry, tweaking little things about yourself to make sure the person feels love like Jim was referring to with her partner as well. So um, we have a question for you. Um, have you ever had a negative reaction while giving love to others in public, in the public setting? So, you know, with your movement or anything? Um, I mean, yeah, there's, yeah, I mean, there's people that like roll their eyes or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I saw there was a, a few dudes uh, when I was in Charlotte which is the last city I hit, like, they kind of, like, looked at it and, like, turned around. Like, I could tell they was making a joke about it. But, you know, I just don't feed into that. Uh, the way I look at it is just that they're not ready. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They haven't, they're not, either they're not ready or they haven't hit that part of their journey in life yet. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we all get to that point in life where we hit that. Unfortunately, some later than others. Some find out, like, late, late in their life. Like, I'm talking about, like, like, 80 years old. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like, I've seen people, like, I've heard of people that are, like, in the hospital bed and saying you know they want to say tell everybody they love them they're going through all this that's when they that's when they realize it unfortunately it took that or it took them that long to get there you know what i mean but i don't ever feed into it i just in my mind i just say they're not they're not ready yet you know and i i, I don't force it on people um and i don't feed into it as well and i don't let it stop me because nothing can stop me from spreading love and showing love to people like there's nothing that can stop me i tell people all the time i will never stop and it doesn't matter what there's nothing nothing negative like nobody's negative reaction or nobody's negative comments could ever stop me from my purpose and what i what i what i want to do in this world mm. i love how you answered that question because you know yeah you were honest about what you know these um, experiences that you've been through but i love the lesson in it you're like okay that ain't stopping me no it's, it's out here i'm not going to give it no attention i'm not going to feed into it and i think you know one thing i like about our platform is that we're not afraid to go there with those questions and like act these are real life scenarios because it's going to be to have genuine intentions doing you on the street but someone is rejected to it, but it's like how do we still have that self-love and move forward even when our love isn't being reciprocated so that, that was a great answer Ooh, we have another we have another uh comment Sorry, y'all, my internet was acting up. Um, but the other comment from Jody Foundation, parental care has a lot to do with the reciprocated love to people who come across. Some people can really be in great love with you, but only you never realize the magnitude. And this is big, right? It goes with what we were saying, like maybe certain things we didn't see or we didn't know growing up. Um, so we're growing up also not knowing how to properly express or even see that somebody is trying to love us but it's like, oh, you know, well, I've never seen that. So this is why, again, it goes back with internal, starting within yourself. Find out how you like to be loved. Find out how you actually show love, because those could be two different things as well. Um, maybe the way that you like to be loved is somebody being affectionate with you, right? Or spending quality time with you versus you showing love. Like me, I give gifts. That's my way of showing love. But I'm not very affectionate, but you know, I love you if I give you gifts. So, well, you know, there's two different ways. <laughs> yeah, two different ways, you know, of um, love for one person, and then one person may have many multiple ways. So, um, always just dig deep within yourself, and really just ask yourself those hard questions. Face yourself in the mirror if you have to, too, because that may be the answer that you didn't even know you had to um, 
be looking for. So I we also have another question for you um, since you brought up that like these men, you know, who um, possibly made a joke about what they saw you doing and that you said they're probably not there yet in their journey. So what tips would you have given maybe to these men or just the people in general who seem to be struggling to love themselves? I would have asked them, I would have asked them like, what's so funny? Because that's just me. I'm very straight up. I'm like, what's so funny? Just to, just to get, you know, just to see what it is. And I promise you that the answer they would have given me would probably have been like a um, type of answer because I'm sure whoever made the first joke was just making it, trying to make, trying to be cool for his friends. You know what I'm saying? Like trying to be, trying to be funny or trying to be cool because at the end of the day, excuse me, at the end of the day, um, there's nothing funny about what I'm doing. It's not like, you know what I'm saying? Like there's nothing, it's not like it's, it's something funny. Like I couldn't stand it with something funny that I was doing or something, you know, like I get it. But a lot of times us men, we do things to try to impress our fellow uh, friends. You know what I'm saying? So we make a comment like to mask. Maybe the person that made that joke was affected by what he read on my sign. You know what I'm saying? Like, like maybe he saw it and he's like, oh shit, that hit me. Let me make a joke. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, so no one, no one brings it up and we don't talk about it. But um, I, uh, that's what I would do. I would ask him like, hey, what's so funny? And from there I'd be like, hey, um, do y'all know what this means? You know, like I would just have the conversation. I have a I have a way of having conversations with people. I never come across as aggressive. I always come across again with love. And even if you're making fun of me, I'm still gonna come with you with love, because you're not you're not gonna get under my skin about laughing at me or anything like that. But um, that's how that's how I would go about it. And that's how I've been going about life. Period. Um, there's people that throughout life, people there's people that obviously make fun of you or you know make jokes about you or make comments or whatever the case may be. And what I just do is I just hit them with kindness. You know what I'm saying? Like, because now when you do make fun of me or you did make fun of me, you might, you're going to feel a little bad about that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like at the end of the day, like you're laughing at somebody who is what? Trying to spread love and show love to people. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But um, sometimes I think about that, like, just like, like, but like, that's going out of my way to do stuff sometimes. And I don't like to go, like, if my focus is like to spread love, I don't like to go out of my way to stop because now I'm, that's moments I could have, I'm taken away from somebody who could have missed reading my sign and needed that sign to me go confront somebody who's not ready yet for that journey. You know what I'm saying? So maybe what I need, this you just gave me an idea. Maybe what I need to do is one day when I go with my sign is the focus should be like speaking to people who maybe like are ignoring me or making fun of the sign. You know what I'm saying? And just not aggressively, but just be like, Hey, what's so funny? Or, you know, like, what you know, like, you don't like my sign, you know, like just be like to see what to see what the responses will be. You know what I'm saying? I think that's that is kind of that'd be kind of cool. And I love how even through that, you're thinking of loving them through it, <laughs> loving them through laughing or ma making jokes. So I like that. Yeah, that better be your next post. Okay. <laughs> no, but it's true. And I think it goes with our next topic, you know, the importance of learning to accept genuine love, because it's like for them to laugh. Obviously, it's something unfamiliar to them that's not, that they're not actively having in their own life with themselves. But you're right. It's like, because there's a reason that that's funny or that's sort of odd to them, you know, a person giving genuine love in public. So that was well said. Oh, we have another comment. Let's see. Leah knows beauty. Agreed. A lot of men do hide how they're really feeling under jokes or just playing a tough oh. exterior. 
yeah this is mm. big and this is why i appreciate having you on our show um because obviously we can only speak from the women's perspective so you're bringing that other side into it and you can really describe it in a way that only if you've ever lived it you know how to say it so um definitely thank you for that and shedding a light too on how there may be a lot of people like this especially a lot of men like this um i think one thing that really gets me about like you know trying to find a movement or like even be yourself these days is that it's so quote-unquote cringe right to be like that like to you know try and display love even for us like we've gotten certain comments here and there of like oh you think your quote-unquote little podcast is doing this this and that like you know and it worries me because it shows me that a lot of us are more about like what we're trying to show versus what we really have inside you know if we really reached out to one another as human beings too in a society i think we would be a lot more united and feel like hey i'm not so alone because i know a lot of people too are complaining about the loneliness that they're feeling especially after you know the whole pandemic and everything but it's like um why is that you know are we just afraid to reach out to each other again like whether it's through a hug or a phone call or you know just different things and i get it we're all going through life you know and i get a lot of things have changed since the pandemic but it's like when did it become an issue for us to try and continue spreading that right trying to find um a different way to show people that it's okay to still love even if it is your immediate people right i'm not saying you have to love everybody in the world but at least the people around you the people who are showing up for you the people who care about you and you care about in return um so i would be very curious to see what your tour would look like if you got the answers from people who don't necessarily want to participate because i feel like those are the people who may be needing it the most yeah um i also feel like sometimes people even though at the end of the day i know they looked at my sign you know what i'm saying like i know they looked at it and and uh, even though it was it wasn't the response maybe that i was looking for it wasn't a positive response you gave a response to which means you took the time to read the sign and it means that you're taking that message with you and even though like you may not be paying attention to it but like i feel i'm i'm like a huge believer in like the things you consume and the things that you take them with you like you know what I'm saying? So like, even though maybe, like I said, maybe those three guys that were laughing at my sign, maybe like at that point they were laughing about it, but maybe something will happen in their journey of their lives when they'll come back and think, oh, snap. Yo, remember that time when that dude was holding that sign and he was in Charlotte and he was holding that sign? You know what I'm saying? Like, you never know how that could, could come back to connect with them. So like, that's why to me, like, as long as somebody, as long as they read it, as long as they read the sign, they look at it, you know what I'm saying? To me, really, the only negative response—I take it—the only negative response that people just like walk like I don't exist. <laughs> that right there, it's just like, like really, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's just like you see me standing here, and like I get it, but like sometimes it's like we read the dumbest things sometimes, and we do like this, you know, we look up the dumbest things. So like, if, you, if I saw somebody holding up a sign, I would always, I would always stop seeing what it says, no matter what it is. You know what I mean? Like, but um. To me, that that this is that's just society, I guess, right? Especially if it's um if it's uh meaningful what's being put out there. But yeah, we feed off, you know, the society feeds off hate, anger, and stuff like that. So no. But on the flip side, what's what's a memorable reaction that um that you've received? Oh man, it's been so many. You know, um, when I was in Philly, there was a woman. Um, we had a conversation like she came really close to me in private um 
And, you know, sometimes I, I take pics and stuff like that. You know, people that give me hugs and stuff like that. You know, like I capture those moments. But she, I could tell by the way she was looking at the sign, like she was in very deep thought. Um, so I just told my photographer, like, to, like, you know, like, send to the side, like, you know what I'm saying? Because I could tell she's going through something really deep right now. So she looked at it, she kept looking at it, and she finally, like, it took, like, three minutes, which felt like an eternity, because I was there holding up the sign, but she was just looking at it. And um, she was actually from Finland. She had said that her son had committed suicide, like, 20 years ago. Like, her son had committed suicide 20 years ago. So, like, what she was reading really resonated with her. And she was like, I just wish that maybe he would have seen something like this before something like that happened. Or that, you know, like, that this was something that, you know, like, he would have came across. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, that's probably the, one of the most memorable moments. Um, people tell me a lot of their stories and things they've, they've, they've gone through and they're going through. Um, but that was probably one of the most, it was just something because... She, the way she was looking at the sign, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, you could tell like she was really like taking it in and she was probably just remembering her son, you know, like she was probably going through all the memories in her head and everything like that. And um, and that was in Philly. And that was, that, that was a, that was a, like, I, I, after that happened, I took, I took like a break after I had that conversation with her because even I was like going through it, you know what I'm saying? Emotionally in the sense of like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, she shared that with me and it just shows you like 20 years later it's still it's still affecting it's still affecting her and she's still thinking about it and it's still something that's living with her for the rest of her life and um that was probably one of the most memorable moments that's really hard i'm sorry yeah (laughs) yeah no that that hurt hearing that um and I want to say too, it definitely goes with the whole thing, whole impact over popularity, you know, because it's like the fact you touched one person right there just for that. It's like, you know, we, we're so big. I think the generation, we focus so much on views and likes and all this, you know, having this mega platform and stuff. But it's like those moments like that, that's what matters the most when you know you you impact at least one person. Like sometimes me and Jen get random messages from like one person saying they were going through something that our show was about. That right there, those look that one little message, whatever it is, right. one or two, will keep us wanting to make a whole nother episode. You know what I mean? Because really it's about that. That weighs heavier than a million likes or things like that. Like fake genuine, you know, ungenuine likes at that. So right. thank you for sharing that. Of course, of course. And that's something that like when I go out when I go out there, you know, I just the reason why I show that 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 I'm out there is because again, I want to inspire somebody else. If I were to see somebody else post themselves holding up the sign in another city. that would make my heart so happy you know what i'm saying like it's like i inspired you now to show love to somebody else you know what i'm saying but like like i said what people consume is what people is what people do you know what i'm saying and a lot of times we consume all this negativity we consume all this stuff on social media we consume all the stuff that's just like to me it's really just garbage you know what i'm saying and instead of consuming that why can't we consume the opposite and then maybe like show love to people and spread love to people instead of like all this nonsense talk, all this negative talk sometimes that we see on social media, you know what I'm saying? But like, like a story like that, that's not, that's not a story that I share with everybody. You know, I share it with y'all because we're in this space right now and I know it's a safe space, but that's a story that I've only shared with people that are like close to me, you know what I'm saying? Like on my couch and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? That's not something that I would share like on like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not something that would be the highlight or like, I wouldn't want to get views or likes off somebody's 
story like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not what my movement is about. My movement is about spreading love and inspiring others to spread love as well. Mm-hmm. And and that's what my movement is about. That's a beautiful thing. Um, I have a few things, but I did want to acknowledge some of the comments that we have. Um, so Jody Foundation said, asked, um, is love affected by geographical factors, i.e. is family love in the U.S. the same as we have it here in Kenya? Honestly, I wouldn't know to hmm. respond to that, but I, I would think so. Because from what I know, at least different cultures definitely have different ways of showing love. Um, so I would say hmm. yes to that. Um, definitely, I know like I love you may be more comfortable in one culture than it is in another culture. So hmm. um, I think that's the best answer that I can give to that. And then Leah Knows Beauty wrote quality over quantity. Absolutely. like That's definitely what we want to do with everything that we talk about, um, especially with all the guests that we talk about as well, that even if it only reaches one person, right, or even us here in this space, um, that's the most beautiful thing that we can do. Like it's more that connection building, more of that spreading, that love and that awareness. And then going back to, you know, the story that you brought up, I just wanted to put out there for anybody listening. If you do feel like you're struggling with something, please don't be afraid to reach out for professional help. I know we talk about this in every single episode, but I know like, with topics like this it may bring up certain things um certain triggers certain wounds that maybe we thought we were healing from and maybe not so much uh so don't be afraid to reach out for that professional help or even reach out to somebody that you definitely trust because we would rather you be sharing something painful like this than you thinking you have nobody out there and thinking that your only solution is to not be here um because yeah. i think that's the scariest and most loneliest feeling that you can have in this world so please reach out to somebody um, so that they can give you that love and maybe you can give that some of that love in return too. And then I wanted to ask you, like with all the stories that you get, all the people that you interact with, how do you continue to take care of your mental health and pour love into yourself while like not letting their stories um, get to you as much? Um, you know, these stories don't really get to me in that sense, you know, like in a in a bad way. If anything, it inspires me and it shows me how important it is what I'm like, what I'm doing, how the importance of what I'm doing. Like that, that's that's what it that's what it does. Um, and it shows me how I must continue to love myself. For me, um, self the self talk, positive self talk, that's something that pushes me through a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like the way I speak to myself. Um, I feel like. Like people tell me like that like i was in charlotte and uh this this dude came out you know like he was like a, he looked like a real macho dude like he's one of these guys he's like he's like maybe in his 40s you know like early 50s like you know really old school guy so he's i'm standing there and he's sitting on the bench right and when i'm finished he goes he goes yo yo I, you have a lot of courage to do that man props to you you have a lot of courage to do that you know what i'm saying i'm like and it, like he said that to me and i'm just like again it just shows like he was look reading that sign taking it in what i was doing like he was inspired what i was what i, what I was doing you know what i'm saying like and, and i just feel like sorry it's my dad hey <laughs> stop all right <laughs> um but um sorry i lost my train of thought um but what i was saying was that when it comes to me taking care of myself I make sure that one, I take time for myself. You know what I'm saying? Like I take that time apart, whether it be just sitting down and relaxing, listening to some music or writing. I love to write. Um, 
whether it's just sitting down watching the basketball game, whether it just be, you know, like little things sometimes that we take for granted. I just, our, again, also like building those boundaries when it comes to like things that that may um trigger you would like to kind of feel in a certain way or feel negative like i feel like the more you get to know yourself the more you love yourself the more you know what your triggers are and things that may affect you in a negative way um i tell people that i yeah i'm a loving person but i walk around with this like invisible like bubble where it's like nothing can penetrate it um unless i allow it to penetrate it mm. so like like i confront you with love and if i feel like your love isn't genuine or you're like you're being like whatever I'm still going to show you love, but you're not going to penetrate my bubble. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to knock me off how I feel about myself or I feel about anything else. You know what I'm saying? So, um, the stories of anything, they inspire me and they, they impact me in a positive way. Um, there's nothing, there's nothing that I've done so far with my movement and the world needs love story where I could tell you that it has affected me in a negative way. There's absolutely nothing that has happened where I could be like, nah. If anything, it's like, yo, I can't wait for the next city. I can't wait to do this again. I can't wait to get out there again. Once the weather gets nice, I'm going to be on that Brooklyn Bridge <laughs> once, a w- once a week showing love. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> maybe when you pull up to New York City, maybe the weather will be nice. You might just find me on, on the Brooklyn Bridge. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be there next but, month. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I just like, I don't know. It's just like, I think I've come to a point in my life where loving myself comes first. And... It just beca- it's become very like just normal for my for me to just love myself. Uh, well, yeah, that was well said. That's like the number one thing right there, loving yourself. And I love how you say, "Ain't nothing gonna knock me off my A game for what I'm doing." Like I'm still gonna stay in my purpose and be there and spread that love. So this time for our tweet up segment. So y'all know I like to be on Twitter. So something that I tweeted this week that goes with tonight's episode is. If genuine love doesn't feel right, take some time to figure out why. So that goes with what we were talking about, that deep root, um, doing that shadow work, you know, understanding why is it hard for me to accept the good. You know, uh, me and Jim were talking about this the other day, how it's easy for us to accept the bad. You know, someone says something mean about you, it's like, oh, but when someone says something nice, why for some, sometimes it's hard to accept those compliments or accept when genuine love is being is being presented to us. So that, that's a good point for, for today. So we have a question. Has there been a time in your life where you found it difficult to spread love? Um, I would definitely say when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely walked around with a mask. Mm. I, def- I definitely felt like I was going to snuff somebody first before they snuffed me. Like before somebody hit me, I was going to hit you first. You know what I'm saying? When it came to like, you know, I played sports growing up. Played a lot of sports, played basketball, baseball. And like, just even being an athlete, like you feel like you need to be a certain way, act a certain way. Um, so yeah, at that time, I was spreading love to nobody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I was just very like, like, I, like it was just like, nah, like, I wasn't nice to anybody and like it's sad when I think back but at the same time it was all part of my journey you know what I'm saying like I think back and I'm like that wasn't me you know what I'm saying like that was just me covering my covering my the real me to fit in or to be you know to be accepted by people and um ultimately at the end of the day we I feel like we all go through that at some point in our lives where we feel like we have to be like someone or act like someone or but um, for me, that was probably the hardest time for me to spread love. I would say probably me like middle school, high school, you know, I feel like 
I wasn't thinking about that. I was feeling into you feel into like the negativity or like the toxicness of everything. I don't know. It's just like the age you're going through. Mm. Okay. Sorry, let me go back. Okay. Well, thank thank you for thank you for that answer. And I want to we want to push this on too. Don't let your love be conditional with yourself. So we all know we have a light and a dark side. You know, we have our times when we're not our best self. And it's like learning to have grace with ourselves. And just because we're having a bad day or a rough patch doesn't give us excuses to stop loving ourselves even more. I feel like if anything, we have to love ourselves even more when we're going through those times and be, you know, be able to nurture ourselves through it. And, you know, get, give ourselves that time. So it's time for our life up segment. So that's when we take the topic and we relate it to today's world. So what is our life up for tonight? People thinking that to feel love, it can only come from someone else. And this is pretty much what we've been hinting on the entire episode right that um, we sometimes i mean i know i used to think this when i was younger before i really started working on myself that i used to think i would be happy if somebody else loved me enough right and obviously through a lot of trial and error as we sometimes have to go through with love um i learned that that's not the case that sometimes somebody can be loving you as best as they can kind of like um what Jody was saying earlier that someone can really be in great love with you, but you never realize right? that that goes back to that, that I was thinking like, oh, you know, I'm not being loved properly. I'm not being appreciated, things like that. And obviously things work out or don't work out the way that they're supposed to. But those were lessons for me to ultimately be like, Jen, just be in love with yourself, right? Like love yourself enough the way that you would love somebody else, whether it's a family member, a friend, a partner, whichever, you know, even like your coworkers that you get close to, those things, like spread that love that you would want to spread to others onto yourself. And I think that's the true flex, as we say, the true win right here. Um, but I think a lot of us forget this because we think that love is like almost a destination type of thing where it's like, oh, it's okay, you know, I'll, I'll wait for the one and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, be the one for you, you know, be that relationship that you've always sought out to be. That's why they say, take time to even get to know yourself, be single, you know, all that stuff before fully uh, doing things like this because then you realize too what you're looking for what you're willing to put up with too what your deal breakers are like different things like that even in friendships in family stuff you get to really learn about other people but ultimately learn about yourself but when we're waiting for somebody else we might end up waiting our whole lives and we might not ever feel satisfied and who knows how many people we might hurt along the way just because we weren't doing the work enough expecting others to do the work for us right mm. that's such good points such good points you know and it's not really our fault like just to piggyback of what you said society right when you think when you're growing up right it's always about finding that one right like you watch movies you watch tv you watch disney movies it's always about finding that person you know it's, it's not about it's not a lot about self it's not about like your self-love we don't hear that a lot you know um you know my next step for me is i want to like go and speak to youth you know speak to the younger people and speak about the importance of mental health and self-love because i feel like that's when we start losing ourselves and we think that we need to find a relationship and be with somebody or be with this person or be with that when the focus should be you you know what i'm saying you should you should be the focus and when that relationship comes and that person comes and hey they get there but like it shouldn't be us searching for like that person or that partner or like that fantasy uh you know that that disney sells us about you know finding your prince or your princess or your king and your queen or whatever you know what i'm saying like be your own queen be your own king yes Ooh. and then and then after that you know what i'm saying the rest will take care of itself 
that was really the line of the night right there. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's real. And I think that's how we end up in like a toxic cycle of like trying to force the wrong people to love us. Thinking if we love them even more, they're gonna love us more. If, or if I do all these things for them, if I people please, you know, where I'm gonna make them love me because it's like that fear of just loving ourselves or the fear of just being alone for a little bit to figure out who you are. So it's like, you know, we have to remind ourselves too that the genuine people out there, they're just naturally gonna give us that love gonna just come it's gonna come naturally it's gonna be genuine and it's not gonna be something you have to fight for or force or love them more to, to get that feeling from them so how do we fix this we fix this by seeking love within ourselves first and remind people that they are loved too i think a lot of people don't we don't realize how loved they are and it's like that's why you have to you know it's okay to reach out to your loved ones or like you're doing going out to strangers and and telling them that they're loved and that they're worthy and that they're you know what i mean they have a purpose on this planet all right so true yeah. Um, so, what what's your favorite quote that you've written on a poster? Um, for me, it's definitely this one. It's it's the one that I you know that I carry with me everywhere I go, and it's like, you know, you are important. Uh, you are loved. You know, your life matters. You are the only you in this world, and no one can replace you. Um, I think that's something that has to be a constant reminder. You know, like. You are the only you and that right there in itself makes you special there's no one like you like they could be someone that like i said it could be your sibling it could be the closest thing you can even have a twin there's still no one like you you know what i'm saying like you're still but think about how special that is you're the only you in this world like there's no one like you there's no one like you you're the only thing um think about everything else in this world there's things there's a million of these red cups there's a million of these phones that I'm that I'm on right now is a feeling of, of everything else. But when it comes to you, you are your own individual person. And that right there makes you special. You know what I'm saying? And that's a gift that you can ne never forget that you are special and that you matter. You know what I'm saying? You're really? like telling people you are the present, right? Like you are the gift. I love that so much. Um, hearing that reminds me of, I don't know if y'all have ever seen the movie, The Help with Viola Davis um, but it reminds me of this scene where she's talking to the little girl and she's telling her you are smart, you are important, you is love and it's like along those same lines of letting that little girl know that she matters right that even if like her family doesn't tell her enough even if she grows up and she forgets all about um, Viola Davis's character that she will always still be important and it's along those same lines of what we're trying to reach in this episode of letting people know like yeah you matter you know but you're the only one who can make yourself feel that way too in the end like as much as you know we may have close loved ones you know our friends our family whichever let us know if we're not letting ourselves know then none of that is going to make as much of a difference as when we finally realize it ourselves um so always reminding yourselves of that what you were mentioning i think is super important and you know we're definitely going to be um spreading that message out there a lot more because i think more people need to realize this that yeah you are only one right you are just one person but you are the one of one one of one one of one and positive <laughs> affirmations matter so y'all know what time it is it is time for our drink up water segment so if you're listening out there please pull out some water and drink some water and Jean got a water fact for tonight all right water. so tonight's water fact is a study published in september 2022 in european heart journal suggests that maintaining good hydration can slow down or even prevent changes within the heart that lead to heart failure. 
The study tracked nearly 12,000 middle-aged adults for 25 years, and it found that study participants who were adequately hydrated had lower levels of sodium in their system 25 years later. High sodium levels are a known precursor to heart failure. So when I was reading this, I was like, wait, what? Like, you know, we, we always tell people, right, stay hydrated, things like that. But when you really break down, like, how water is beneficial to all the different body parts and then finding out that it's super beneficial to your heart, then it's like, all right, let me just keep upping it. And I actually love that this message is being spread across more um, about drinking water, but also like the facts that we have to learn of why we're even telling people to drink water. So definitely drink water, y'all, especially if you want to take care of your heart, because without your heart, you can't properly spread that love. So mm. make sure you drink that water. The love got to be pumping, okay? <laughs> so where do you see your movement in five years manifested? Oh, man. It's going to be all over the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be in different countries. My son's going to be in Spanish. It's going to be in different languages. I'm going to be all over the place. And it's going to be a message where it's going to resonate. And it's going to be everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Whether I'm holding it or someone else is holding it up, it's going to be all over the world. That's where that's where my movement's going to be in five years. Oh. Love that. Oh, we have a comment. Some love in the comments. Jody put great presenters like the wonderful grasp of the topic and join the show. Yay. Thank you. And we're enjoying the engagement as well. Um, we definitely love to hear from anybody listening. Like it's such a great thing that you're even listening. So <laughs> thank you for that. Yes. So y'all know Jen is a quality. So she got a quote up for tonight. <laughs> All right. Well, tonight's quote up is spread love everywhere you go let no one ever come to you without leaving happier this was said by mother Teresa, and i really like this quote because especially of the last part right like let no one ever come to you without leaving happier and i feel like that's a motto that i've been even like un subconsciously trying to live by that i like kind of like we were talking about earlier how do we spread love like letting people know that there's still happiness out there that there's still love out there and that um anytime they're around you like they can feel that type of energy so um making sure that you are spreading that love whether it's like the tours that um Moses is doing or even through the show like we're doing or just in regular everyday conversations or even just listening to somebody can be a different way to spread that but always make sure that people leave happier once they leave a conversation with you. oh love it great quote you're picking on well, don't she? <laughs> well, what is a saying or phrase that keeps you going? Speaking of quotes. Um, what keeps me going? Um, I don't know. I just, I constantly tell me, I can't tell me, I constantly tell myself every morning, like, you got this. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's something so simple, but I, I believe that how you start your day and how you speak to yourself in the morning um, kind of sets the tone for the rest of the day. Um, I've I've never had a bad day when I wake up and say I'm I'm not like I'm gonna have a good day. You know what I'm saying? Like because when you wake up with that mindset, if you wake up saying I'm gonna have a good day, or I'm gonna I'm gonna do the best I can, or you know I got this. You kind of build yourself up for anything that comes along the way, any obstacle, you know what I'm saying? Instead of waking up being like, oh, today's going to be one of them days. You know what I'm saying? You're already starting off. You're already setting yourself up for like anything that comes. Like you're already manifesting. You're putting it out there. That's one. And two, when it does come, you're going to be like, I knew it. It was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So like 
uh, for me, uh, you know, it's just you got this. Um, today's gonna be a good day, um, and don't stop believing in myself. Those are the things that I tell myself every morning. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and they really keep me going um, because I'm not gonna say I don't have bad days. Obviously, I do. I have I have obviously I have bad moments because um, I don't allow the moments or the obstacles let them like take over consume my day you know what i'm saying like i always say hey they happened and some, most of the time it's out of my control which is another thing we gotta remember is like we can only control we can control um some things are out of our control and when things are out of our control we all we can do is how it's all about how we respond to it right so respond to it the way that you feel is the best way to respond to it and and so that your day isn't consumed by that one bad moment or that one bad thing that happened. Um, an example I give all the time is like if you're at work and somebody calls out, right? And it's like, damn, now I got more work to do or damn, now I got more stuff to do. You know, you don't know what that person, you don't know what it is that happened with that person. That's one, right? Like you don't know what the reason. Maybe they called out because they, they had a party last night and maybe they called out because something happened. They're not feeling well, right? But ultimately at the end of the day, it's out of your control. All you can control now is how you respond to it. Yeah, you might have a little more work to do, but then pace yourself. Be like, hey, I'm not going to kill myself today because, hey, I know I have the work I got to do. I'm not going to go and go crazy because I got to do somebody else's work. But at the end, you know, like, it's all about how you respond to the things that happen. And especially when it's out of your control, don't respond to it. Don't go crazy. And even when it's you, be gentle and be kind with yourself because we all make mistakes and that's how we learn. We learn from our mistakes and we grow from our mistakes. So don't be so hard on yourself, people. Be kind. We all make mistakes. It's okay. When when it's out of your control, control you. So I like that. That's it. I had you on last week because our last week's episode was about bad days. I was trying to think what it was about, but that would have been a perfect uh, intro right there. So, y'all, it is time for our wrap-up segment. So how does this relate to self-love? Self-love is loving yourself enough to spread the love. Look, just let that cup just fill up and just give it out, you know? I think I think I think that's the best. This whole episode wrap that wrap that all the way up. So before we go, how do you how do you practice self love? Oh, uh, so for me, like I said before, I just I just you know I take the time to myself. I um I meditate. I like quiet spaces sometimes. I'm just like in my own zone. I've been the more I've, on this journey I've been on, I'm very like um, particular with the stuff that I consume, even music. You know what I'm saying? There's a time and place for certain music. And I just like, like, I'm just like in a calm space. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. I like a good time. Like you might, you might find me on the gram going out one night and you know what I'm saying? Like in, in, in Manhattan chilling, but like, I'm saying for the most part, like I, I'm just, just trying to like, just trying to stay uh, balanced and just stay calm. Mm-hmm. Um, so also in wrapping up this episode we wanted to mention that we have to let go of grudges if we're properly trying to spread love or receive love you know i think um a lot of things that we forget about love too that it requires a lot of forgiveness right we are all flawed we've all either disappointed or been disappointed and i think it's important for us to remember that 
So that way, when that happens, because it's going to come in, um, remember to practice that grace and that forgiveness. And then when we say we're going to move on to truly try and move on, of course, depending on the situation. But I think at that point, if you're having difficulty letting go of the hurt that somebody did to you, maybe that's somebody that doesn't need to be either so close in your life or in your life at all. So definitely um, evaluating your relationships, of course, on a subjective basis. But when we're letting go of these grudges, just as an overall person, you feel lighter too. You're a much happier person overall in general. And you realize you're not so easily consumed by the negativity, the toxicity that's going on right now, um, especially if you're logging into any type of social media. So just making sure that you're able to build those defenses up enough to where you know what i love myself regardless of how someone made me feel and i'm going to continue with my life regardless of what happened um and i'm willing to either let that hurt go or let that person go along with it oh I, yeah that I was that. and you know mm -hmm. we can't, i cut you off um, i cut you off no no i just said i love that oh you're right jesus you did that <laughs> And, you know, we can't love properly if we're always mad or in defense mode. You know, I've been learning that too. Letting the love flow, letting it, letting it be freely. You know, remember y'all, love is an action. It's, it's you know, it's 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 an active thing that, that is practiced every day. It's not like, oh, like Kim was saying earlier, it's not just a destination, that's the ending. It's something that's practiced every day. It's a process. So what do you want to be remembered for? This is a question we love to ask all of our guests before we close out. Um... I want to remember. I want to be remembered for somebody who left an impact through love. Mm. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like that, everything that I did, everything that I left behind, everything that I'm that I'm that I did or I'm doing, that the root of it is is love. You know what I'm saying? And it's love to everybody. Like even to the people that aren't ready for the journey or people that are not ready for it. I love you. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you know what I mean? Like because it's just like it's just we live in a world right now where it's just like so much negativity and so much like hate that i feel like people are just so used to it now that they don't they're not they're not used to love or they don't they don't know what love is or they don't care to know what love is because they feel like what do we need that for when there's so much negativity going on so what i want to leave behind i want to leave it an impact but i want it to be known that it's, it came from love from genuine love and it came from love for everybody you know what i'm saying like I tell people all the time when I go out there, there's people from all over the place. Like it's, it's not, it's not just like, yeah, like I like, I like to impact, especially like other men because I'm a man, right? And that's that's what I can relate to. But it's for everybody, you know what I'm saying? From every part of the world, no matter what you identify as, it's coming through love, and that's what I want to leave behind. You know, I'm thinking about changing my name to Love for real. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. And uh, remember, y'all, um, before we close out, the love you show yourself will reflect and affect all the relationships in your life. So this is huge. So keep watering your plants before you water other plants. When your plants are nice enough, you can give some more sunlight to other ones. And Bestie, what is our wrap-up for tonight? Um, I just wanted to add one more thing since we're talking about spreading the love. Spread love to animals too, yo. Like I know <laughs> your doggy in the background. I have dogs too. I have a cat as well. Um, I've had birds like making sure that love also goes to the animals, um, you know, in however which way you can show it, but they deserve love too, because sometimes they're the ones who love you more than they love themselves. I would say mm. those are things. Um, but to wrap it up tonight, just reminding y'all that you set the 
tone for your love life. And that's your love life in romance, your love life in friendship, your love life in familial, and even your uh, love life with yourself. So like you were saying, right, we can't control always what somebody says to us, does to us, what happens in the world, but we can control how we react to it, if we react to it at all, and then what kind of life we want to lead while we still have our time here. So making sure that you're always carrying yourself with grace and trying to practice that same grace with others, but mainly through that love that you can spread. Mm, I love that. Set the tone. You know, burn them candles when that music on. Like, like we set the tone. Better mm. with your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but we, uh, yeah. we are um, happy that you were able to uh, hop on with us and talk. This was an amazing chat. Can you shout out your information so people can find you? Yeah, before I do that, I want to give a shout out to both of you for what y'all doing on your platform and having these conversations and, ha and sharing your space with me. You know what I'm saying? This is what I'm talking about when I say about um spreading love and inspiring and you know someone's gonna see this someone's seeing this right now they might have a conversation with somebody about love or they might think about loving themselves starting tomorrow tonight you know what i'm saying like this is what this is about and um i truly truly appreciate y'all having me on your show and um don't stop doing what y'all doing because y'all definitely making an impact y'all making a difference by having those conversations Likewise. um <laughs> um uh but as far as if y'all want to check me out um Y'all can check me out on social media. It's at underscore the real mozo. Um, I mean, if you want to see some love, that's where you'll find some love. You know what I'm saying? Just hit my page up. Um, the World Needs Love Tour is four cities down. Um, finding my next city. And, you know, and I'm just going to, I'm not going to stop. You know what I mean? This is the beginning. And uh, I'm looking forward to what's next. Um, again, thank you. We enjoyed having you. This was a powerful discussion. And I know I know somebody was impacted tonight. So thank you again for stopping by. Before we go, though, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in. Y'all can check us out on Instagram at Speak of JV, on Twitter at Speak of JV. We also do, we have some more pre-recorded episodes coming soon. So subscribe to our YouTube, Spotify, Apple channel. Speak of JV is global, as y'all know. Um, before we go, quick shout out to our amazing sponsors. Shout out to My Bar, located at 720 East Manchester in Inglewood, California. Get your nails, your lashes, your hair done. Ask for mine. Tell them that Speak of JV sent you. The Instagram is at myy.var. And shout out to Be Actual Natural. Why settle for less? All their products are created with you in mind for a goal to let yourself love show through your self-care. Their chemical-free hair and skincare products are handmade, plant-based, and free of fillers or preservatives. Treat yourself while you're taking care of yourself. Start your journey at www.beactualnatural.com or check them out on Instagram at beactualnatural. Yes, we'll be back live next Thursday at 8.30 p.m. to your friends. And y'all make sure y'all tap in with Bozo's content, y'all. Love y'all. See y'all soon. Peace and love, y'all. Peace and love.